0: You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. Be ready. All right, then. On with the
1: show. And hello, and welcome back to the Multiverse VanCast. This is Rob, your host for today. Don't forget, you can take us on the go with Podbeam, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, or any other listening stations. We are out there, we are live, and we are ready for your ears. You can also check out our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com, where you can find a whole host of our past reviews, our past writing, a little bit about the hosts, and some past podcasts, where you can also check out such great podcasts as Cinematic Adventures and Bibliophiles Assembler. Do they have anything on there? Eventually. eventually. And we have some other big plans for the website, too, and that'll be in the forthcoming weeks, since now it's summer. It is summer. And I would like to say hello to my good friend and co-host. For t- Co-host? Is that what I'm going to call you today? Co-host. Paul. Paul, how are you today? I'm good, Rob. How are you? I'm doing really, really, really well. And we've got a great show planned for you today. Today we are talking about Lucifer.
0: Da-na-na-na-na. Wow!
1: Nailed it. <laughs> and we have a lot to say. I have to say they got me into this show. And uh, we, we've we been talking on off air a lot about it, but uh, we're going to get into that today. We'll get into... All full spoilers, all through season five, I believe. Uh, I, th- I think that's fair to say. And uh, if you have time, check out our last few podcast episodes. Our last one before this was our famous and infamous R-rated superhero. That was a wild ride of a show, and some great things came out of that one. Well, I,
0: even better, it, it kind of also helped inspire this episode, yes. where you know Lucifer was a topic of conversation during our R-rated superheroes. Because the, the episode wasn't just... Our favorite R-rated superheroes—it's superheroes that deserve an R-rated. Yes. And I know Lucifer was brought up. You know, I'm sure. You know, if you've listened to it, you kind of get the gist of where we stand with him. So we are super excited to, uh, and even better, this is a this is a series. Lucifer is a series that actually kind of was able to go to a more R-rated territory once it changed from network television for Fox to to Netflix. They they showed butts. Woohoo! They used they used profanity.
1: I heard the F word in there once. That's always (laughs) hilarious.
0: I remember, so full disclosure, my wife and I started watching this show and we, we binged it. And the thing about binging these kind of shows, especially a Fox show... Season like, I don't remember if it
1: was season two or three, was really long. Oh, that was uh, season season three, I believe. Which was the last Fox season. Yeah, and that's why it was probably the last Fox season. (laughs) Well,
0: the the problem is um, network television, especially channels like Fox, the CW, CW is famous for it too, um, really long seasons. Mm -hmm. Netflix, really short seasons.
1: And they, they put it all out there. But longer episodes. Yes. Because they are not bound by commercial television. Correct. Um, there's a lot of debate um,
0: for people who stream, like, which most people do nowadays, um, whether or not they the, releasing it all at once is the better option. Releasing it weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Disney Plus and HBO Max are the the weekly yes. subscriptions. Um, I think if a service is starting out, it's the smart way to go because you want to keep those people. Uh, DC Universe, when that was still a, a thing, well, when Titans first came out, they did every week they released right. an episode. We're binge watching that too. We're almost done with uh, season. 2 oh, I'm going
1: to catch up with you soon. Yeah, hopefully, yeah.
0: yeah. I think we're on the very last episode of season two.
1: Ooh. But and, uh, but, and at Amazon Prime, I know they're the boys, mostly yeah. weekly, right? Because I remember the boys came out week by week.
0: And if you uh, listen to our previous episode, we'd, I'm sure you. You're oh gonna yeah, talk that about we, the boys. we talked
1: with, in our last episode a lot about the boys and about the liberties they take with the R rating, uh, oh, which works right. well with the format that they publish. So oh, absolutely, uh, yeah.
0: But um, so. Lucifer, I I didn't watch when it first was on Fox. I know, and I know you definitely didn't, Rob. No. But um, and I know the reason we started watching it is I, I'm a big fan of the Arrowverse, despite its current state. Um, mm. with the exception of Superman and Lois,
1: which which is, is it's funny too that it's even called the Arrowverse anymore, considering the well, they, Arrow they is did,
0: no longer on the air. They did try and change it. They they tried to uh, like it was like CW Comicverse or some some silly name that they tried That's to. Silly. But uh, Arrowverse just kind of stuck, yeah. and it—I it, it, think it always will, because oh, it was
1: the very first of the, all those shows. Though. Yeah, so and it, makes you know,
0: sense. It obviously the template. But we were watching Crisis on Infinite Earths, and Constanti- Constantine and Lucifer have a scene together, which was huge at the time. Even though Crisis had a lot of callbacks to other shows, especially like Smallville had a big part to play in it. You know, for a great scene, uh, Brandon Routh is Superman. Uh, Birds of Prey, which was another show on this on the WB. Oh, gosh, I never
1: even saw that. Oh,
0: was, I watched the whole. Thing. Wait, on the
1: on the CW or WB? WB. I thought you said that. Properly. I did. And,
0: yeah. So. um <laughs> wow,
1: that's... But to have Constantine Although, and Lucifer was that when the frog was in charge of? The oh Lucifer? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So um, there are a few shows that survived the CW WB cross
1: or, or the merger. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so um, Smallville, Supernatural, yep. they were shows that started off on the WB, and then... Oh, I don't uh, think
1: I knew that about Supernatural.
0: Yep, they survived the CW uh, okay. uh, resurgence, and now Supernatural is getting a spinoff. Did you hear that? No. Oh, please let it be about Chica- the Chicago Gin. No, that was a joke. We talked about it in the last episode. <laughs> but anyway... Um, a lot of callbacks to our previous episode. So weird. <laughs> but um, I really... When I saw Lucifer in his one scene on Crisis on Infinite Earths, it was enough for me to be like, you know what? I think we should give Lucifer a, a try. And what what a show it turned into. And I remember I, I talked this show up to you for a while. Yeah.
1: I I have to say, when I saw that scene happen... And and if see, this is how much I don't remember it. Uh, Mazikeen was in that too, right? No. So what happened... The scene was very simple. It
0: was... Okay, I'm they, not need, remembering it they need properly. to get to pur- they need to get to purgatory to get Oliver's soul. I remember that. Because they bring his yes. body back but they can and John's powers are, are wasting away because of the crisis. Right. So, they go to Earth 666, which is just Of course. just yeah, it's fun. A little on the nose, but, but fine. but perfect. Well, DC's never been at, never been subtle. No. Comic book shows shouldn't be subtle. Um but they go to Earth 666 and they meet uh, Lucifer at his club. Yes. And he mentions that he owes John for Mazikeen. Now, I actually did research, which is strange for me. Ooh. So, apparently, pre-crisis, okay. John was the one that got Mazikin out of hell. Because the demon the demon oh, mythology...
1: So, pre- you're talking pre-Lucifer. Pre-Lucifer. Oh, okay. Uh,
0: apparently, that scene takes place in the five years that since Lucifer has set up shop on Earth. Okay. So, fi- like, because they say in Lucifer, five years ago, he's, he took his vacation, and he's been on Earth for five years. I mean, you find out later that he's been on Earth a few times, but... Mm-hmm. Right now, it's it's, it's during the five years, and he's the one—John Constantine's the one that got Maze out of hell because demons need to inhabit a body. Mm -hmm. Those would then be the rules, but Maze was the only exception. Um, So in continuity, John Constantine was the one that got Maze out of hell, and that's why Lucifer owed him a favor. Okay. And they do specifically say, I do owe you for Maze. Okay. So, All
1: right, and that was your first experience in seeing that. That was my first experience uh, seeing Lucifer. Now I know when I saw that, I you I, people had to point out to me that that's Lucifer. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, he does. <laughs> he does obviously introduce himself, and right. you know, John refers to him as such. And I think you. I think the big shocking thing was, and I remember having this conversation with you, that it was they actually got the guy who plays Lucifer on the show Lucifer, which was on Fox at the time, to come to the CW and join in, which which was. A obviously very, a big deal very difficult continuity a wise of, a lot of lawyers I yeah assume. um they
0: they were they've done it a few times so um a couple of examples constantine himself he was on nbc at the time right. and then the, his show got canceled and they were able to use him um they had uh try, there's another one that uh, uh human target they had him on uh, arrow do, he was another what, fox show what is human target human target's uh an assassin that can uh i don't think he can shapeshift but he he like, makes masks of other people. He's almost like the chameleon. Okay. Um, but he, another DC property. Good quality. Yeah, so um, there there have been a few exceptions, but it's it's never an easy process, unfortunately. No, no. Um, So the problem that they ran into was, you know, obviously a logistical one, but they were able to figure it out, which is okay. awesome, and it's a great scene, and there's, there's a great photo of the two of them that they took behind the scenes, mm-hmm. where they're, like, in the alley, and, like, John's standing there, Constantine's kind of leaning, like, just pure
1: character swagger like oh, that's cool
0: yeah it, it was a really cool shot and um that that was one of the best things crisis had a lot of fun surprises even though like some of the things we knew um unfortunately a lot of the casting stuff had been spoiled lucifer hadn't been fully spoiled there was mm-hmm. always rumors and obviously ezra miller never got spoiled and that was one of no, the biggest I'm surprises shocked. um and now of course they're saying that uh we're gonna see barry allen and or uh, right, the flash yeah. the tv show barry allen in uh the movie he's oh that's cool they're gonna do the same scene i i think they're just gonna Cause yeah, maybe
1: the, reverse shot it.
0: <laughs> well, unfortunately, all the or or show sure, the the buildup of, of yeah movie Barry getting there, but unfortunately, like all these set photos are getting leaked from the Flash. Yeah, that's I tough. Re- yeah, you, I mean, like they, they leaked leak Supergirl's
1: costume. I saw that the other day. Yeah, which,
0: eh, I, I'm glad they're not doing the same as the show. And it like, she you know she's obviously oh it looked
1: the same to me. What was different about it?
0: Oh, she's got the the red on top that kind of feeds into the cape. She's got no. the short black hair. Um, oh
1: all right I'm, maybe i'm thinking of, i don't think i saw the photo then because i saw a photo of supergirl and maybe it was not the big reveal
0: right, they haven't actually done the big reveal yet it's all oh, been behind okay. the scenes stuff uh same with uh, michael keaton as bruce wayne that i saw yeah I that's guess. been floating around uh and that's why they released the shazam stuff because yeah, all that might as well those costumes look good though yeah. those shazam costumes i know you're you love those i do like the shazam costumes
1: did um, you see helen mirren's costume no, why? No, I'm. This isn't. A, I'm not making a no, joke. Yeah, I didn't see it. Oh, yeah, because she, she's on there too, and, yeah. and she's got sort of a, a warrior um, vibe to no, it too. No, I didn't too. see it. Oh, it's cool.
0: Uh, I do like how the new Mary is the old Mary. Did you hear about that? Uh, what is this? So in in the new Shazam, <laughs>
1: tangent like, to a tangent.
0: Well, we were still talking about all this, but Mary, and um, in, obviously in the first Shazam, when they transform, they're different actors. Yes. She's oh, okay. gotten old enough that she just turns into herself. Okay. But they just add, like, a little bit of makeup. Oh, I, thought right. cool. I thought that was cool. I thought that was... Because that's always the question, especially with movies where you've got, like, big age gaps or, or yeah, breaks in between. Yeah, you want to make it. Yeah, eventually yeah, Billy people, Baston's going to be going to college, and he's like, Shazam! Oh,
1: I look the same. That's like, uh, what's her... A Trixie on Lucifer, yep, where yep. she's aging quickly. Yep. So the way I got into the show was... um I... We... In our household, we're a big fan of a lot of... Uh, um mythology shows and 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 fantasy uh, shows any anything with a good backstory that's got you know you know obviously this all from at first this all started back with harry potter uh and then it just kept growing from there and, and my wife is always big very big with a lot of the fantasy novels and everything um and uh you know actually i think our next thing we're watching is shadow and bone mm-hmm. on Netflix. i've heard it's very good yes um, but we had always wanted to watch Supernatural, and you and everyone here is huge, huge fans of Supernatural. And at fifteen seasons, I'm like three hundred twenty-seven episodes, very intimidating. I'm like, we can't do it. This could take forever. And and my wife and I were just we were looking through Netflix and through everything so much so one day, uh, trying to find what we're going to watch next. That my wife just goes. Uh, come on we might as well just get started Mm -hmm. and and see where it goes and we we started it and we were hooked right away with supernatural and we watched all 15 seasons uh and and it's a huge part of our lives now in fact i just for father's day i just got a a supernatural tank top i won't spoil it for you i'll have to show i'll wear it for you sometime it is
0: very hard to find male supernatural clothing
1: Oh, I'll wait! Do you see what I got? I won't. Oh, I won't. I'll, I won't I'll, I'll wear it to the show one day. I can't. I can't wait. Um, and then uh, after Supernatural, you know, I kind of asked you, well, "What's what should we watch next?" And I thought you were. I think I mentioned, you know, should we watch Buffy next? Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Well, yeah, sorta." And you said, "But you, you need to watch uh, Lucifer. That's just the next thing that makes logical sense after Supernatural." And you were right that it is something where it's got a lot of the, you know, the, the strong mythology, uh, a lot of the sort of. What's, I think what's neat about it is it has that same approach to r- religion and the afterlife that supernatural had. Where, Very similar, yes. Yeah, where it isn't really what we you've read in the Bible and, and what you've been taught in Sunday school or CCD, uh, where it's, you know, there's more, more than one God, there's many gods oftentimes, there's summoning that is, you know, because... Being raised in the church, you're always taught, "Oh no, summoning is is bad." And and you know, and these shows are like, "No, it's a means of communication." Yeah, uh, which is very very different. Well,
0: it's also you know, Lucifer is it, they're very light on the magic stuff. Yeah, like exceptionally light. That's why like looking back on the scene with Constantine where he gives him a magic card, like they didn't really do like the the closest thing they had to magic was when he had his coin in the very beginning of the oh, show. Yeah, I yeah, that. but like that that coin could have been him. You know, using his own powers to make it move. It wasn't even the coin, yeah. so I I like that because supernatural, like the first couple of seasons, they did not do a whole lot of magic. But by the end of it, Sam was was readily proficient in it. He, he you had know? his
1: visions and stuff. Yeah.
0: Well, he had his psychic powers in the beginning, but like he, if if you guys watch Supernatural, mild spoilers, but by like season fifteen, Rowena's kind of taking Sam under her wing a little bit by yeah. the end of it which is still one of my favorite relationships in the entire show really Sam and Rowena oh absolutely uh, especially by the end see I like Sam and
1: Crowley uh, ah yeah, yeah
0: yeah <laughs> but um you know this show there, there is a little bit of magic and a little bit of but it's it's always it's always things from heaven and how they interact with humans yes which I, I think is always a, a great you know and I love how this show definitely did you, you ever see uh, Dogma Oh, very, many times.
1: Love that movie. Yeah.
0: Um, it's impossible to find anywhere nowadays. Really? You cannot stream it anywhere. Um, you, I have th- it on DVD. If you ever need oh, to no, it. Oh no, I appreciate that. <laughs> I might take you up on that. But Funny I could find fanboys on DVD. Yeah, it's upstairs. Uh, you should definitely check it out, though. But um, or listen to our episode uh, on cinematic adventures. So one of the things, though, that I love about Dogma is they they make it a point that humans can't hear God. Mm-hmm. Like it would destroy yeah. them. They they do a great job on this show dealing with the ramifications of you know if I'm I'm not particularly a religious person I love studying religion you know mm-hmm. you and I are kind of in the same vein with that like we we love like our mythology and you know our that's why we love superheroes right. so much they're modern it mythology is. um but you know what it is I I love how they deal with it like how humans would would interact with the divine mm-hmm. and there are some great scenes like I love Dan Dan's one of my favorite characters in the show <laughs> Um, only towards the end. I did not like him in the beginning, but his, his redemptive story and arc like really did it for me. But like when he finds out that all this stuff is true and like, oh man, it's like, it's heart wrenching sometimes to see some of these characters and then to find out that you, you choose to go to hell. Yeah. Like that is, that's some deep stuff for, for a comic book TV show. They, they really tackle some issues and I, and I dig it. It's fantastic.
1: So, so let's lay some some foundations down a little bit for Lucifer for our listeners, and let's talk a little bit about what the show is. First of all, let's talk about how it came to be. Yes, um, it is based off of uh, Neil Gaiman's uh, Lucifer character from Sandman. From Sandman. Now, if you've read any of Sandman, um, he's you'll know that he. Well, first of all, I will say that Sandman, and, and inarguably, is one of the greatest comics ever made. Um, have you ever read Sandman? I, I'm I'm well versed enough. Okay, it's see Neil Gaiman is someone I admire and appreciate, but I don't necessarily enjoy. He is uh, oftentimes a lot of his writing is very, it's it's doesn't reach an audience directly it doesn't engage an audience directly it's more philosophical it's more uh thought provoking uh so he's great at making characters and his visuals are amazing um but he's i find i feel a bit of a distance whenever i read stuff about whenever i re- read neil gaiman's comics but lucifer was created i believe in the second sandman
0: yes okay uh, I, uh, the- he first was appears House, in volume 2 number 4. Okay, volume 2 number 4. So he's a relatively I hate to say the phrase
1: new character, but <laughs> um 1989 is when this came out. Yeah. So like Sandman's been around for a while. Yeah, but and it's um, beautiful. It's 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 an incredible mythology, but it's it's not always accessible. That's the word I'm trying to come up with.
0: Yeah, so the thing about Sandman is it wasn't always part of of DC. It was more of an offshoot. Yeah. Um DC was very famous for having um other other titles that weren't in the main continuity it is now currently in the main continuity okay um the, i mean this the sandman title is one of the only graphic novels to ever be on the new york times bestseller list yeah. along with uh Watchmen, Watch the dark knight returns um it is it is considered one of the best or one of the greatest comic books of all time they are making an adaptation which is kind of exciting uh lucifer is going to be portrayed by a, a woman though okay Which be interesting. it's good so let, let's let's establish this really quick the lucifer on tv is very different than the lucifer in the comic books they are, they are very, they're very like, there are some similarities mm-hmm. you know they're both considered except oh
1: you're talking about overall and th- yeah oh, i thought you meant
0: the like character. like yeah. lo- well t- same like the character too i think they even poke fun of it they're like no lucifer's supposed to be blonde he's like why does everybody keep saying that yes um but like Lucifer in the TV show, he's he's suave, he's funny, he's you know he's charming. He's really just there to like have a good time and and bring out people's desires. Mm-hmm. In in the comics, he's different, and yeah. even characters like Amenadiel is very different in the comics. Yeah. Um, and Mazikeen, too. Mazikeen, very different. But um, once they put him into the main continuity, Lucifer in the comic books is one of the most powerful beings, second mm-hmm. only to, I believe, the Presence. I think he's more powerful than both Michael and uh, Amenadiel I in think the comics. So. But um, Lucifer is, is exceptionally, exceptionally powerful. And the presence, for those of you guys who don't know, is like the the god of the DC universe, the most powerful
1: being mm. in existence. But um, So then after Sandman came out, there were seven books of that. And, and in each of those books, I believe there were six uh, issues. And then Sandman came out and came and gone. And years later, they revisited Sandman. And they started to do offshoots of Sandman. And there's a few of them. And one of them it was Luc- Lucifer. Um, and in the Lucifer uh, timeline there, he does in fact decide to give up being, you know, Lord of the Underworld and he decides to come to LA and he does get a club. He gets Lux, uh, which of course is, you know, the word for light. And that's about it where the similarities stay. Because I, I, I read a couple issues of Lucifer this week. I'd never read them before mm-hmm. and there, he doesn't solve crimes with the police department um there's no it's like the characters are there you know amenadiel is there and massacre is there um and it it establishes the basic premise and characters but that's it then the show kind of went its own way and decided to kind of go off with as sort of like a procedural Mm -hmm. uh show so you know that's that's about it And then what happened was uh, when they started the show, first of all, it started out on Fox, right? Correct. And it ran for three seasons on Fox. I I don't think at any point it was a ratings bonanza or anything. It did well enough. Uh, But what they did was at the end of season three, they um, let's see. Okay, at the end of season three, they decided to cancel it about, I think, like a day before they aired the season finale. Something like that, yeah. And so the season finale, if, like, for example, if you look up on IMDb, their, se- their season finale is rated really, 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 really high because everyone was like really rallying. There were petitions. There were a lot of people that loved this. fans. Lu- oh, is that what they're that called? Is, that is the I did term Lucifans, yes. Um, so and that was the 24th episode of the third season. So the outcry was so big that Fox then found found two more episodes uh, lying around so weird uh, yeah <laughs> and they decided to release those after like there was there was no plan but you know they decided because of the reaction to release these and they released them 2 weeks later they're not great um, i watched them and that's why season 3 is actually 26 episodes cuz most seasons are never that long that's they're only very like long. 22 or 24 episodes so that's where those last two episodes came from and they were not like it wasn't in the continuity either. They were yeah, they're so, kind of and standalones. I, and and I read that too. That there were they do that a lot. Actually, I don't know if it was the Fox showrunners or Fox itself. They did that a lot, where they would take an episode and they would rearrange it um, in the and air it like it happens, before or yeah. later. Like it, it really reminded me of. Um, are you a fan of Firefly at all?
0: Yeah, Oh is a mess if you watch it yes, in the, in the it, airing order. It really is. Um, a fi- lot of times they'll do it though. Usually for some sort of real life events, mm-hmm. I know like shows that deal with like bombs or explosions after the Boston Marathon, they they rearrange yeah. the order. So like things like that, they do. But Fi- Firefly was just Fox did not know what to do with that, property. and they would
1: change times of airing and days. The all continuity the time. was all over the place, and for it that was one. only like fourteen episodes. Something for like that, that too. Yeah. Um,
0: but I think we'll jump into the cast after this but first we'll take a quick
1: break quick break it is and
0: then when we come back we'll break down the cast and some of our favorite things about lucifer and things that don't make any sense at all (laughs) but first quick break Today's episode is brought to you by Raise Energy Drinks from Rep Sports. Whether you're trying to crush your afternoon workout or just need a little extra pick-me-up, Raise Energy is just the boost that you're going to need. So if you go to repsports.com and any product that you order, enter the code MISFIT89 at checkout to receive 15% off. Anything that you guys buy from that store helps our network grow and we fully fully appreciate everything you guys do. That's MISFIT89 at checkout repsports.com.
1: And we're back, and we're talking about Lucifer. And we just spent some time laying down the foundations for how this show came to be uh, and how it came together. And we came up to that it had three seasons on Fox. And then it went away. And then about three months later, Netflix said, Surprise! We're taking it. And And they pour that Netflix money into it, and it grows and grows and grows. And that's where we got season four. And Season 5, Parts 1 and 2, they decided to split Season 5 into 2. So Season 4, they came up with, um, I think it was uh, 10 episodes. And then Season 5 was uh, 8 and 8, I think it was.
0: Uh, That's a great question. Yeah,
1: I believe it is. They had 16
0: episodes in Season 5. Season 6, which is going to be the last one, is going to be 10 episodes. Yes.
1: Um, season 4 was 10, season 3, 26, season 2, 18, season 1, only 13. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and that's typical of a first season show with something daring like this, that they, they're they not sure what the response is going to be. So, and and unfortunately, then they put all their eggs in one basket with season 3, and season 3 is hard to get through. Um, season there. 3 is where the show kind of yeah starts to really slow down. So if any of you are just starting out with the show and, and watching it for the first time, it is a great start. It, it really ramps up. Uh, it goes quick. It gets a bit repetitive at times. But if you can hang in there, once it gets to Netflix, it really, really takes off. Oh, um, yeah. Because, Especially the most
0: recent season.
1: Yeah. Um, although I might disagree, I might All argue right. with you. All right. You That's, on that fair. One. That's fair. That's um, fair. So w- the move to Netflix helped it tremendously because, of course, then they weren't held to time limits. Uh, most television shows in an hour format are held to about 42 minutes because you have to have 18 minutes of commercials. Um, the pacing can be a little bit different, too, because you're not breaking for commercials all the time.
0: I do like how Lucifer, even on Netflix, still does commercial break spots.
1: <laughs> he does. They still do. <laughs> yeah. You still feel that. Uh, the episodes are longer on Netflix. They uh, are almost approaching an hour at times. Less or censorship. Less censorship. Yeah, you started to see some nudity. Uh, nothing gratuitous. It was um, always just men's butts. That's I, we got a, Lucifer and Dan. Uh, didn't we see Eve's butt at one time? Maybe. I forget. I'll have to rewatch. Yeah. Right. Let's right. Do some research after this. <laughs> all right. And uh, we got some some foul language here and there. Not, again, what I liked, too, about it is, and I'm sure you would agree, is that... Um, moving to netflix wasn't like taking off the reins it was like okay we can do more but we don't have to do everything
0: yeah it unfortunately was a lot of times with shows or properties um and you know we've talked about it, we talked about it in our rated r episode you know you got a movie like logan where sometimes the the cursing felt too much mm. you know like that's what happens when you go from a pg-13 movie to uh an r-rated movie yeah. but um For this, every the characters all still match themselves, and they were all in the same situations they would have been in. Just the camera angle was slightly different, to make it funnier. Yeah, to make it funnier.
1: And and what's great is that you know, even Lucifer, you know, he doesn't start cursing a blue streak. There's the occasional word here and there, and, and the F word is dropped once, and it's completely appropriate, and and it's on you know completely on brand for him too. Uh, it's not like well, why haven't they been cursing beforehand? Well, yeah. it's, it's like they just never came around to it. Um, and so it is nice. I I don't think the violence changed at all. It stayed no, pretty it's much lo- the same. No, it's a lot. Well, we're we're going to talk about the violence because that's in direct relation to the angels' powers.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, some some of the stabbings were a little bit more graphic, but otherwise, there's a lot of people getting thrown. A lot yeah. of a lot of
1: a lot of wire work. So then, uh, so again, as Paul mentioned a minute ago, uh, season six, which we don't have a date release yet, they have announced that that will be the last season.
0: Six six six.
1: <laughs> Although you know what money speaks and you know, oh, absolutely. If, if I know that Lucifer, Lucifer season five uh, was in the top 10 of Netflix's shows for a while there. So who knows what happened? Yeah. Um,
0: so you want to talk about the cast? I'm um, let's psyched.
1: talk about these guys. So of course in the Lucifer spot, we have Tom Ellis. I see. I don't know anything about Tom Ellis besides this show. Same here. Um,
0: he, uh, he's, he's so good. He's, he's got a very short filmography. Um,
1: I'm trying to think anything I've actually seen him in. No, I I, I mean I've I've looked at his stuff, a fair a, amount a of television of times, stuff, and even I was like, oh, I don't I don't know that one, I don't know that I one. I know you, I I can't <laughs> even see Family Guy. Yeah, like the, even, there's a, a you know bit parts here and there. He really hadn't broken out. Yes. And I think we can all agree that he is the show. Oh, absolutely. He is everything. I I have to say I there are times when I wouldn't watch if it weren't for him um he really completely chews the scenery he he breaks into this character he he's got his claws deep into it and he 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 embodies it like he, and you he embodies it to the point where he looks like as an actor he's having a tremendous amount of fun which then the audience we also have fun with him absolutely
0: like a lot of the things about lucifer come directly from tom ellis you know mm-hmm. they found out that he could sing when they went out for karaoke yeah his english you know his accent that that everybody loves Originally he wanted to do Lucifer with an American accent and that's why Michael has an American accent. Mm-hmm. Like all a lot of the 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 like the little fine points of Lucifer are are because of Tom Ellis and he's fantastic and it and he makes you like him. Like yeah. that's one of the best things about this show. And you know, we, we also dealt with this with supernatural where they, they really address the character of Lucifer and they, they make him a character. And you know obviously we're not trying to offend anybody who based on your religious standpoint or anything, but you know, typical biblical history shows Lucifer as the bad guy, the the angel that rebelled against God and heaven and was cast down. You know, you got your Dante Inferno and all that stuff that tells the story of Lucifer. It's a story we all know. I actually really like in Supernatural, it wasn't until season 15 that we found out that Michael was the one who came to Earth Mm -hmm. and, and planted all these seeds in humanity so that God would see how much they loved him.
1: That was a really cool, and that took took fifteen years for them to finally address that. (laughs) You know, you bring up a a really good point here. That you know, some listeners and some people out there might go, "Oh my gosh, a a show that shows you know Lucifer, the the satanic uh, Beelzebub himself, as sort of an empathetic individual." I gotta talk about this, and I can talk personal experience on this too. Now, I was raised uh, Christian. I was raised Greek Orthodox, and then, you know, in college, I, I was part of uh, a lot of the born again movement, and, and you know, I've sort of fell away from that a little bit, but I've never, I've still retained a lot of my Christian roots. And as someone who has led church services and even given sermons on Sunday in church too, oh. I don't, yeah, I don't know if you knew, I that. I did not know that. I have given a number of sermons. Um, I have to say, the show, much like dogma is very respectful of the source of the source material um it doesn't go into oh, no, no, the Bible was wrong about that, it co- kind of like builds upon it. And it. I have to say, Supernatural really was the first show that made me think about, wow, you know, what if, you know, that's true. This is all written by men and, and you know, it's from one perspective and, and they're suppressing other perspectives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, could you add on to this? And could are there things I just haven't thought about? And there's a lot in here, you know, the idea that Lucifer was, you know, was going to hell was a sort of like a prison sentence. Um, is fascinating to think about that. He's he's a bit more of a victim because he he you know wanted to ha- do something great and was punished for it. And like, even better, like the character of Lucifer, he's not there to punish people, he wants to yeah. see people get
0: justice, like get what's coming to them. It's a big theme in the show where you create your own heaven and hell. Like, Lucifer's the first one, he's like, I don't do anything. I I do, I grant favors, yeah, and but I I just bring out the desire that's already yeah. there. Um I'm I'm just there to 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 let people be themselves. Where they go when they die is their choice. By the way, full spoilers for the show up until season 5. I want to get that out yeah. of the way cuz I'm gonna, I'm going to bring this up when we talk about Dan, but dan's death in season five is heart-wrenching yeah I know and know you, you, you said
1: you were Was that what you said you had shed a tear
0: at? Mel, mel and i were both like yeah. really like it just it, it hit us hard um whether it's you know seeing the perspective of you know what he does for a living and, and seeing the aftermath of that but um and then seeing lucifer actually get heartbroken mm-hmm. and for a character that like you know he all he did was make fun of the whole show and like you know, two episodes prior, he, get, he pranked him for like $12 million, like the <laughs> prank cost. But And then when he found out that Dan was in hell, like he was yeah. like, no, you're going to go get him and you're
1: going to bring him. And he's like, I can't. I can't do that. What's fascinating about all this is that um, it is not – it's not disagreed with that there have been suppressed – Uh, Gospels and suppressed books to the Bible. Remember that the Bible is made up of 66 books uh, by various, I believe 40 authors, and there are several books that didn't make that cut. The Da Vinci Code really brought that. Oh
0: God! Well, no, yeah, I'm not gonna say much. Like, I I enjoy the book, for what it's worth, and the movie's okay. But like, the Da Vinci Code was like the first one to be like, look at all this Bible conspiracy stuff.
1: Um, whether, grain of salt with all that, some grain of salt, but there there has been, you know, there are various, you know, if you ever want to see like the apocryphal uh, gospels and and the apocryphal uh, books to the Bible, you know, things that didn't make the cut, they're floating around out there. Uh, And what's neat is it doesn't disagree with anything, but it just gives you different perspectives and different, you know, because it, it's just about every scholar will agree with this, that when the Bible was being put together, that the, church had a huge role in terms of who and what they wanted mm-hmm. as a centerpiece and so they took a lot of the female written gospels and decided to not put them in there because they really didn't want women to have a large role in the church um, and so my wife and I are constantly saying if only we could get into the basement of the Vatican oh yeah they see the, what's hiding quote-unquote secret archives there are probably so many manuscripts down there I would love oh, I to wouldn't read be surprised. and so it's neat to think that you know is it possible that some of this is is not far off base from what's true if you are a someone who is a believer. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, I, I don't see it as going counter to a lot of my beliefs.
0: No, it's 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 perspective. Yeah. It is the same same story. Like you know, Lucifer rebelling against God, getting cast down to heaven, and now he twists human desire. He brings out the worst in humanity. It's all that, but it's just a different perspective, yeah. and it's a different like you know, it's it's basically just because. When we're kids, especially, we are taught like I same with you, Rob. I, I was raised religious. I was raised uh, Lutheran, mm-hmm. uh, which is a Christian offshoot. But um, and then in my my more recent years, I'm a little bit more agnostic. Where I, I like to believe in a higher power. I just can't believe it. It can be quantified and put in a book. That's mm-hmm. just my own personal belief. Um, I'll never. Uh, downplay anybody's religious beliefs. If, if that's what you believe, that's what you believe. Enjoy. Like it, it's it's nice to have that sense of comfort. But as kids, we're all taught the same thing. Oh, the devil's the bad guy. Hell's where you go if you're bad. Don't sin. Like all, all basic nuances of good and evil. And I think a good thing for for kids to learn. But like to, between this and supernatural, to to have a devil that a devil. Like and he, they even say it. They're like that's your word, not mine. Yeah. Like you made that word for me. To have like two lucifers in our lifetime on television that we not only sympathize with but also like root for, you know, supernatural a little less, but uh, for this show we constantly rooting for Lucifer. Yeah. But um, we'll keep going down the list because otherwise yep. we're gonna get so, so tangent. We got uh, so. Lauren German as a uh, Detective Decker, yes, de- the detective, Chloe Decker, a gift from God, detective, <laughs> yeah, de- detective. <laughs> but, um, the love interest, uh, the one who kind of gets Lucifer
1: engaged into this world of police work where he finds his new sense of justice. So tell me, give me a little bit about your feelings on Chloe Decker. Well, all right, let's start with this. How do you feel about her as in terms of a portrayal?
0: Mixed. Um, okay. Melanie hates her. Lauren hates her. Melanie just does not like her. Um, and I can see why she, there are some episodes where she's very unlikable. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I enjoy there are qualities about her that I, I respect and I enjoy she she's a firm believer in right and wrong and and justice and always and she's always seeing things through there are plenty of times where Lucifer's all right like all right case closed pour the scotch and she's like no there, there's there's something we're missing I don't think this guy did it and I don't want him to go to like I respect that I really do and there are plenty of times where she cuts loose and she's fun and like that's always a, a point but then other times, I'm, like she makes a decision, and I'm like, "Why? What are you doing?" Do you think this is so? Do you think that's more the the script? I think it's poor writing, and not so much on uh, Lauren German as an actress. Okay. Um, I think sometimes she her acting can be a little.
1: Eh. We've talked about how in our house she seems bored as the that, show that goes is, on. I think that can be. Um, I, I think she's strongest in season
0: four when yes. she's really reacting to Lucifer. Um, and finding out the truth because she's in this constant and like state of anxiety almost where like it's the most acting she does in the show. Uh, I th- I think that that change in her character really yeah. helps because season two she she drags she's a, she's the the staple like the the same like this is what we do. She's the, almost like the exposition. She keeps the
1: story yeah. going. I know that Lauren has said that about her that uh, her decision to. She doesn't quite understand why she's fallen in love with him. Yeah. Because, you know, he's so hedonistic. She doesn't, you know, we, we, it's hard to to buy into why she would fall for that. I can
0: see it because we also see his character arc. He does go through one. And obviously by the end of the show, he's God. Yeah. Um for Lucifer like she she gets to see some of those tender moments like him playing board games with Trixie. Like
1: yeah, those they, moments are great. Those
0: moments are great and you know she's seen him and like also seen him at he's she's seen him at literally his worst. Yeah. where he's literally turning he's into a monster. And and that's the other thing. He's vulner, he was vulnerable around her. Like so yeah, she sees the hedonistic side and like his his more I, I hate to say it, but the asshole side of yeah. of him but I, I also she's the only character that also sees his tender moments and sees his internal conflict you know he he yeah. always puts on the brave front even like especially in front of a who we're going to talk about too but uh, or maze like do, do you think, think
1: it took too long to reveal for him to reveal himself to her i do and okay. he he didn't do it by choice right. it was just because
0: he had killed Cain at the time and he, his devil face came back full force I definitely think that uh, they stretched that a little too much. Maybe it's just because Season 2 is too long. Maybe.
1: I think Or that, Season 3. Or Season 3, yeah. excuse me. Um, but um, I think that was really... Because I know I, there were several times where we were watching it going, you know, this whole she's not getting it that he really is Lucifer is just getting old fast. And then when he finally did reveal it's like we were, ah, oh, finally. Yeah, it should have happened at the end of Season 2 maybe. Do you think they knew where to go after he revealed himself to her? Cause...
0: I think they had a plan but I think the the network shifts changed that. Okay. Cuz they they would have had another season of 20-ish episodes instead right. of uh, I think what was it? What do we say for season 4? 10. 10 episodes. Yeah.
1: So which is typical of Netflix shows. Yeah.
0: But um I I definitely she is she is my least favorite character on the show. Okay. Now let's talk about one of the characters that was my least favorite and then became one of my favorites. Okay. Kevin Alejandro as Detective <laughs> Dan Espinosa or as
1: we referred to him as Detective A Douche. Douche.
0: Dan is one of those characters that went through a huge change. And the thing I liked about it, it wasn't always reflective of finding out the truth about Lucifer. Um, when we first meet him, he's he's just Chloe's ex-husband. He's a deadbeat dad. And he's and a, cor- a corrupt cop. And a corrupt cop. Yeah. Which I'm really glad they did bring up in his... Yes. So basically, the thing that I loved most about the second half of season five was each character got an episode. There was the Dan episode. There was the... Um, uh, Oh my God, uh, Ella! Yeah, yeah, Ella! Yeah, there was the Ella episode. You know, there was all the these episodes that were episode, they right? were devoted to a single character, and I think that really did justice to Dan. And they definitely they brought up like we, we forgot by season five that they the first season is all about him being a corrupt cop
1: for yeah. the most part. That's that's the B storyline for most of the show. I feel like they that Fox didn't really know what to do with that character.
0: They it was much
1: easier for him
0: especially compared to Chloe who is the straight lace. Yeah. It was a lot easier. Well, here's our here's our opposite. Like, like here's the counterpoint to show yeah. how
1: good Chloe is. Like that worked in the first season. And then I I remember looking up on IMDb how many episodes he was going to be in and it said like all of them. Yeah, like, oh, I think he's crap. only he's only not been in like 3 or 4. Yeah, there, it's it's not many. I, but yeah, I have to say I did not like him at all. No, um, and not like a, not like a. Oh, what an, a loathsome character! No, I didn't like him. I thought he was boring and, and uninteresting. And and the joke that he eats pudding was like the joke that lasted for like a season and a half. And like, who cares? But I think
0: they they finally figured out how to write him as a boring guy, quote unquote, yeah. and make it funny. Yes, I, they really got him once they start. I think once they they paired him up with a uh, goddess. I think that's when he started to really... Oh,
1: oh, yeah. I forgot And about it's her. even better in, in the current season when he meets God. He's like, I slept with your wife. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. And then he explodes. I think when he decides to move... I didn't understand it at the time, but when he decides to move his desk under the stairs, and then I'm like, oh, where is this going? And then it, I realized Netflix does know what to do with him. And, yes. and I don't know if they changed showrunners or whatever, or, or if there was another producer added on, but they figured him out, and he, he was... Interesting again, yeah. As sort of like a foil for other people, though.
0: But he also turned into a character that was very reliable, like, yeah. to, especially you know, Rob and I are both happily married to to beautiful uh, women. But um, that's what I tell people. I have to say that I'm happily married to a woman because if I just say Rob and I are both happily married, people <laughs> just think we're married because we do argue like a married couple sometimes. <laughs> but um, you know, to to work with your ex in the same unit, that that's got to be tough. Yeah. Oh, so. Yeah they really they figured Dan out they really did a good job with him and you know his death feels his death was powerful it was poignant it was well acted Um, like you know when his last words were like tell Trixie I love her like that that's like gut-wrenching but yeah I really they they figured out what to do with him and just
1: it's the best you can hope for is a good death yeah I forget what that's killed by Chuck of (laughs) all people Um. All right, so next we have uh, Leslie Ann Brandt. You skipped DB Woodside. I am not. I did not skip him. He has fewer episodes than. Oh, Leslie that's how Brandt. you're doing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was. I was just going by the cast list. Uh, Leslie Ann Brandt as Mazikeen. Um, I have to say again, I think Mazikeen, other than of course you know Tom Ellis, Mazikeen is my favorite character. On Mazikeen is Melanie's favorite character. Yeah. Um, another character to the that- point that she. We named the cat after him or her, excuse me. Yes, he, he, yes, Paul has a cat. Paul and Mel have a cat named Maze, yes, short for Masaquin. So, named after because we didn't know what gender the cat was when we first got him. Uh, because apparently, you have like
0: we got him as, as a newborn kitten, so they didn't know what he was. Cat anatomy eludes me. Yeah, well, apparently, things have to descend. I, okay. All right. But and um, that
1: concludes this episode. So,
0: we did name, we named our cat Maze, um, and it just kind of stuck even after we found out he was a boy. So he's Mazakin. Mazakin. Oh, that's the f- It's the <laughs> the, the, the masculine, Well, actually, you know what we started uh, calling him? Version. Maza Mazaking. Because Maza-kin. she calls herself Maza oh, in this true. in the last season. But um Maze is a character that they made not knowing what to do with her yeah. a story. Like she didn't know what to do with herself. Yes. And I still love the episode on the uh the like the ski lodge with her and Dan, where they team up.
1: Oh, yes. Yep. yep.
0: That was like their first big team up, yeah. but I like her and Dan really worked well together, they especially did. in this last season. They had a lot of great moments to the point where I was like, "Are they? Are they going to try yeah. and couple this? Because I, I don't, I don't want them to. I like that mutual respect yeah. and friendship. Um, even like like when Mae
1: dives in front of the bullet to save him, and he's like, right. Dude, "You did that." She's like, "I wouldn't really do it." I I love how psychotic and and sociopathic she is oh yeah um because she just i love her lack total lack of emotion um and that she's just or i should say maybe total presence of rage all the time i love it um and that that i have to say that she looks so cool with that shaven eyebrow part there oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and and the visual effect of her of her half face which is from the comics is
0: really good She's a great
1: actress. I don't know much
0: about her. Neither do I. But her and between her and Dan, she also has great stuff with Trixie. Mm-hmm. I really love it. She was in a, a, one of the Spartacuses. Oh, we see that, yeah. But, um, she was in Gotham for a little bit. Uh, she's in my dreams. <laughs> oh, she was on Chuck for one episode. But yeah, I, really, I do enjoy Maze and just watching her story, especially when she finally gets her soul. Okay, see. All right, tell me why you like that. I like that because, A, it was something that they said couldn't be done, but then God's like, well, why not? Why? Yeah. Like, why why can't it be done? I've seen weirder things. And it goes back to the show's theme of self-actualization, where you create your own life. And, and to see a demon who, who did, unlike Lucifer, reveled in the torture, like, reveled in pain and, and like, you know, just... Uh, even more and even more sexually promiscuous than Lucifer, I'd, I'd The first scene you see her in, a dude's going down on her behind the bar, and you don't have no idea until he stands oh, up. Right,
1: right. Yeah. We we watched the pilot, but um, Because <laughs> right, I didn't get that when I was watching it. Because God does, of course, say to her, you know, well, stranger things have happened, and then she just thinks she has a soul. She self actualizes it just like the but angels how, do. But how did we know she actually has one? Yeah. Uh, it's not until that's. It's sort of like an I, if I can believe it, I can achieve it. Kind fake of Fake it till em- you make it. Like was, empow- it's almost like Sam I was in season six. Say mastery, but whatever. Oh, easy. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like Sam in
0: season six of Supernatural with the soulless. Okay. Like you know, but th- there's no fanfare. Like a lot of these shows would make like you know she glow white for a right. second. Like they'd figure out. But I think it's really. It's not until she's dealing with Dan's death. Yeah, that we that see. We some see like she oh, God, when she breaks down, like, oh, it's, it's rough because you see this strong character for, for five seasons been, like, the badass of the show to the point where she went... I don't want to say she went toe-to-toe with Lucifer because then in at the end of season five or season four, he wipes the floor with her. Yeah. Like, because they had this big throwdown at one point where, like, they both come out and they're all like, oh, God, I can't move. But then in season four, the last episode, he, like, levels her with a single punch because he's way more powerful. But, um... To see her break down, and now, you know, obviously she's she's dealing with love, too, with Eve for the first time.
1: Um, yeah, I, I like that relationship a I lot. I do, too. I, I don't necessarily like Eve. All right, since you bring her up, let's talk about Eve. Um, as played by... Um, yeah, I got nothing. You, you got that? Eve. our uh, <laughs> Lavi. In bar, oh. excuse me. Oh, in that's Bar-Laga. right. I yeah. always see that name. I recognize it visually, but I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, so she comes in in season... I know we're skipping a character, but let's... We're just skipping ins- a few, but bring she's, it
0: up. Uh, she's season three or four, I want to say. Three? E- sure. 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 <laughs> but uh, she she's basically the anti-Chloe. Uh, she's she's brought in as a foil to Chloe. It's got to be season three because Kane was there. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, but she... She turns into she. She comes around in the last episode of the season where she, you know, she helps him save Charlie,
1: um, and then disappears. She's I, I. It graded on me for a while, but I still appreciate it because in the beginning four. she was be four. an annoying frat girl. Yes, and
0: you know she was a groupie.
1: Yeah, almost. And, uh, I, like in the beginning, it was funny to think of Eve as like that, mm-hmm. and then to start. A, and then she stuck around for so long. Um, I. That is neat, though, to think about how, you know, because we all know the story of Adam and Eve, of course, and, and you know, it's never specifically said that it was Satan in the garden, but it just says the, the serpent. serpent. Um, but it, that is neat to think about that, you know, she wasn't really into Adam all that much, and she was, and, you know, sort of the temptation of of the serpent being there, of, of Lucifer being in the garden in terms of a sexual desire. It's curious to think about that. I, I don't...
0: Well, she was created for Adam. like right. and and they bring up they bring up questions that you know even in today's modern society, the, the idea of free will and you know, like just because I was created for somebody doesn't mean I am for someone. So I, I like what they eventually again, they bring up these really great philosophical questions and questions about the Bible where it's the same story. Mm-hmm. same story, different perspective. Yeah. It's like if I if I hear a story from a third person who heard it, it's way different than when I hear it from the person it actually happened to. You know, so it I do enjoy what they did with Eve and I'm glad they've been using her so sparingly and I think when they brought her back in season 5 she was much more She seduced. was way. But there was also still some of the the aspect of her which I really enjoyed.
1: All right, so let's look at DB Woodside who plays Amenadiel. I love Amenadiel.
0: He's he's the nerdy dad at this point which is hilarious. Like he that's what he turned into and but he's also still a powerful warrior who you've seen wipe the floor with some of the most powerful beat Yeah. They never, they, they make it seem like Lucifer is more powerful than Amenadiel. I still say that Amenadiel could beat him in a fight though.
1: I think so, because also, you know, I'm thinking that when God decides to retire, Amenadiel is the first choice. He should have been, but... And and that would indicate uh, there's more power there than there is with Lucifer.
0: And also, Amenadiel was, he was the good soldier, he was the loyal son. Very, very big themes in in the Bible, you know, especially, you know, you got your Cain and Abel, your Lucifer and Michael yeah. in the in the Bible. Um, obviously, they read you, we didn't talk about Michael, but... Because Tom
1: Ellis plays him too, right? Um, Which is, I, I have to say, a masterful. Oh uh, my God, he's inc- portrayal. Tom Ellis is incredible. He, I really believe those are two different people,
0: especially when they're on and on uh, scene together. Yeah. and it's funny because I never, I I knew he walked the limp, you know, to to make him. And it's not until Lucifer literally points out, like, you self actualized a chip on your shoulder. <laughs> like I was like, oh, well, dang it, now I get it.
1: He, he, he just the American accent, the the hunched over, the all of the little ticks. It's and it's not one of those things where it's like, look at me, I'm acting. Yeah. It's like a, a, a second fully realized character. Hey,
0: Tom, Tom Ellis has done interviews since the season came out. He's like, it's exhausting. Like, it's hard for that. me to do Michael because I don't like Michael.
1: If you like that kind of thing, too, where you've got actors playing multiple roles. If, if you ever get a chance to see Orphan Black. Yeah. yeah. Um, with Tatiana Maslavi. Uh, I I think I just massacred that but anyway uh, she at one point plays like six or seven different versions of a clone Mm -hmm. and and all together at the same time and they're all different from each other Uh, it's fascinating to watch there are some actors that are just really really great at creating very strongly individualized characters and Tom Ellis seems to be like that
0: Yeah. but uh, getting back to Amenadiel his story in season is it season one or season two where he starts self-actualizing becoming human
1: I think I want to say two.
0: Yeah, when like the shot of him looking at his wings in the mirror as they're like wilting yeah. away, and he just screams. I'm like, that's some powerful stuff.
1: I felt like he became a little too much of the earthbound, clueless
0: dad. They they did the fish out of water stuff, and they still do to a point, but yeah. now it, a lot less in this past season. Um,
1: and I think what you're getting from both of us is that this is not a perfect show. No. Um, and in fact, I have to say. If putting this up against supernatural doesn't even come close for me,
0: okay, that, that's fair. Um, I have to look at them differently. I can't really. compare the two of them. Because- like
1: f- for me, if Tom Ellis wasn't in it, I'd have trouble, a lot more trouble. with Oh, it.
0: absolutely, he does. He does sell it. Like yeah. a lot of the, the, all these other actors are really good. Um, yeah, and I really do enjoy DB Woodside as a Menadiel, But yeah, same thing. If Tom Ellis was not Lucifer, it wouldn't have even lasted.
1: Right. I think with Amenadiel, they just went. See, I think the show sometimes doesn't know when to let go of an idea. Yeah. Like they, they have great initial I like I think the idea of him becoming a father with Linda was neat and then it just kept going and mm-hmm. going and going and, and they didn't know how to, to wrap it up. I, I wonder if that's just a, a script problem with a lot of with a lot of the writers for Lucifer.
0: Well speaking of Linda, we speaking have Rachel of?
1: Rachel Harris,
0: who is She's the voice
1: of reason. Now, where do you know her from? The Hangover. Oh, see, I know her from um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I do. I
0: I love Dr. Linda. I think she's she's a lot of fun with um, how she interacts with. Because she's also the ones that will that will call out the. She's calling out archangels and God himself, yeah. respectfully, of course. And just I, I love I love it.
1: I do like the sort of Sopranos-esque approach to the pro- to the show with her being you know the, the psychologist to this really powerful individual and helping them to work through their issues.
0: And I'm also really glad they, they got over the horny schoolgirl aspect of her. Cause like I said, we, I we watched that in the beginning. We, we watched the, uh, the first season. I think we rewatched a couple of the first episodes cause one of our other friends was trying to get into it. And, Oh my God! Like she, the first episode, she's I like, "I do yoga. I'm bendy."
1: Yeah, Pod I, yoga. I, I have to say, I think a lot of that discolored my future viewings of her because that's all I could remember. Yeah,
0: it's it's exceptionally unethical and just it it's it doesn't sit well with me. No. But um, I, I'm glad they 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 got over that. Um, I'm, so and I'm f- moved on.
1: Fortunate though that they moved on to her being a paranoid mom.
0: Yeah, that, that, stuff's not, that stuff's not. That stuff's not doing it for me but also i can understand that because she also like amenadiel thought that charlie was going to have some sort of superhuman abilities but yeah they they went too far bubble wrapping the whole house
1: and just being like never knowing what to do and over worrying everything i think there was one point she had a rant about her, her kid not getting into college or something like that and like she's a smarter character than this
0: uh, we have a uh, Scarlett Estevez as Trixie? Oh, Trixie. The most adorable child ever?
1: Yeah, she's kind of cool and cute. I, I I think she's fun. And
0: for for chocolate cake, she'll pretty much do anything. <laughs> like it's it's it, that was always, that's one of the few recurring jokes that I like. Oh yeah. Where she it just shows you bribe, up. she just wants chocolate cake.
1: I have to say and it's a credit to the actress she Works opposite adults really, really well.
0: Yes, she's a great foil for the mm-hmm. adults. She holds her own acting wise. Again, when 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 she finds out her dad is dead, oh man, that that's yeah. the first time she really got to to show her acting chops. She's got a she's got a future. That kid, like she she can really I like go far. The
1: moments when she and Mazikeen were sort of at odds with one another. Yeah, like she she S- same with Lucifer really well. too. She, yeah. she's a
0: lot like Linda, where she's caught con- like she doesn't know that Lucifer's really the devil. Like, yeah but she she's not afraid to call out these adults who who sometimes are just as clueless as, you know, a kid is. Sometimes she's the better adult than all of them.
1: And then we have Amy Garcia. I love her. As Ella Lopez. All right, help me to love her.
0: You don't like Ella? Okay.
1: I for me, she is she seems sort of put together by committee.
0: I can see that where they're like, all right, let's take somebody who likes dark stuff yeah. and happy stuff. And the- Ella is, she was also a product of the Big Bang Theory time, where like they made like the nerds really just like the hot commodity. She's like always wearing like the nerdy T-shirts and stuff like that. But I I like Ella because her gift is how like and even God says it like your your gift is your light, like the the light that you. She's just a genuinely good person who sometimes struggles with feelings of of a
1: not good nature, and like the hugging and stuff. Though it just was like it didn't know, strike me as like I know people like that though uh, who, who and I don't like them either. Yeah,
0: that's, that's fair. <laughs> you know that that's also just a personal preference yeah. for
1: yourself. It just seems too inauthentic and insincere. When not people for, do that.
0: Well, for Ella, it's just like because we we've seen her and just that's how she interacts with everyone, and I. I enjoy Ella because a she's also really smart. Like she's it's not like she's just a nerd who is right. you know just conveniently good at her job. You could tell she puts in a lot of work. She's constantly helping them. Um, she's only a, a lab tech, so there's no reason she should ever be out in the field ever. But um, I I do enjoy her character. I didn't really like her in this past season where they were like you have this. If they had just left her as like the bubbly like I'm just a happy person kind of thing, I think I would have liked her better. But you have this evil inside you. Da, 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 yeah.
1: Do you realize that when you start a list, you start with A and never get to B?
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's I get so second, dist- that's so the second time you've done that this show. Yep. I
1: just wanted to point out your lovable foible, much like Ella's lovable foibles with her fun shirts. I, I do get the shirts. I do like that. I do like the shirts. Um, here's the thing that I, I don't like about her is that I... And don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't like her. I do like her. I just... Like all of a sudden, she just makes decisions that seem out of character. But the writers say, "No, it's because she has a dark side." Mm-hmm. Um, like when she suddenly picks up, you know, drug dealers and has sex with them, and which I that yes, there are people like that, but they're not making me believe that she's like that because she's so sunny. And I, I'd like to see her. That's it. That's what it is. I want to see her struggling with temptation. Instead, we just see her all sunny and bright. And then we see her completely succumbing to temptation. We Mm -hmm. don't see that middle part where she's like, I don't want to do this, but I feel I want to, I have to do it. You know, I want to see that. And then she has a, what really threw me was when she has sex with Dan where the does she actually sleep i thought they just made out i thought they went full on oh i don't remember and that i'm like where i remember bursting out loud saying to lauren where is this coming from what there was nothing that telegraphed this in anywhere ahead of time yeah i don't remember that off the top of my head yeah but then again i'm not against her i just i'd like to see her struggling like she could have better stories she's
0: she's it wasn't until the last season or the previous season, season five, that she got her, her episodes. Yeah. I mean, they did, de- they dealt with her with the whisper killer um, and kind of the, the ramifications of that. But I think they could have done a better job.
1: Like I have to say, seeing Chloe struggle with the knowledge that she, that he's actually Lucifer you was know, more, way compelling. It was. And it was real. Cause that's what faith is. Faith is, is a, a struggling to come to terms to a conclusion and I don't see that with Anna. I'd, I'd like to see that part fleshed out with her.
0: Yeah. and you know we talk about you know we, we brought up the idea of like the validation of these things that are real. like for for Chloe especially, and that's like she reacts like a normal human would. And I think that has something to do with like people people who have a religious faith, they look for signs, right mm-hmm. And those signs could be something as subtle like um, like when we're driving, if my wife sees a cardinal, there's a there's an old wives tale that a cardinal is a, a spirit from heaven that's there to visit you okay okay that, that's you know that but like for this show that would be like if a cardinal the size of a truck dropped down from heaven and it's like your grandmother says hi like that's <laughs> like that same concept but now it's like real and you know of course like and Lucifer's like I always told you guys like this. I told you guys the truth this whole time. Like, and that was consistent in the comics too. Always telling the truth. Uh, yeah. his, his word is his bond. He never breaks a deal. Um, so, so like, the-
1: and it was, I, I have to say it wasn't initially in the comics, like in, in the beginning of the comics, he does use lies p- to manipulate, but he does then come around to always telling the truth, um, which is a, a neat thing. All right. So then we've got the occasional guest, appearances, and we'll start with the more uh, prolific one, Tom Welling, which I got to say... He was great. I, I, I bet you were really like, this is awesome. It's I, Tom Welling. <laughs> so I was super
0: excited because I was a huge fan of Smallville. One day we are going to do a, like a Smallville retrospective because apparently that's coming back in an animated form. Really. Yeah, so um, one day we'll, we'll talk about Smallville because I know that's another show. It's all on Hulu, so like it's easy to binge, but again, it's another...
1: 10, 10, 10 seasons, 10
0: seasons yeah. you know 20-ish episodes each season it's a lot but um tom welling has he's he stepped away from the camera after doing smallville and you know he was very adamant about not being ever in the superman suit and stuff like that because he didn't want that that uh stigma attached to him completely yeah. but um he in more recent years he's he's done more interviews and he's always been a very private person he's great on the show like because he's a character that's like completely conflicted like you know whether or not he's trying to get uh the what, what was the name of the bad guy uh, the cinnaman oh the cinnamon Cinnerman who t- <laughs> cinnamon <laughs> cinnamon not cinnamon that's the stripper by the airport <laughs> but um you gotta you know going after the sinnerman even though yeah. he is the sinner man yeah. and then it's about finding mortality and then it's like I don't want to be mortal like he goes through a like you never know where you're gonna go with him so I, I really did enjoy him as a character and you know he
1: he was a, again a good foil to Lucifer. And then I got really confused because Cain from Supernatural showed up on the show, but Around wasn't Cain. The,
0: yeah. There was Cain on the show. On Supernatural. No, no,
1: but he no the the actor who played Cain oh, yeah, on Supernatural showed, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. showed up in Lucifer, but as, he wasn't Cain. As
0: like the voice of God at some point. Yeah, he was strange. like a, a he was a, a homeless guy who in the found, woods, kind of. He God. found like the uh, like the God's amulet or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I
1: gotcha. you. Um, a lot of a lot of crossover. I, Tom Welling, like I. I think it's mostly just a personal thing. It's like I, I struggled with trying to understand him because he seemed so cut off and gruff at times. But I think that was part of the choice of the of Tom Welling. I don't know him well enough from, uh, no pun intended, uh, from in a lot of other pieces uh, to say anything about him. But it was neat. He, I will say he is a of physically intimidating presence. Well, it's funny because oh. like
0: watching him on Smallville, he was always very lean. He was never really? like a big Jack dude for, you know, even to be playing Superman. Like, but he's also tall. He's got like a wider frame, but in this show, he like, oh, he's intimidating. It's, it's funny. Cause he was also in crisis on infinite earths reprising yep. the role. And they're like, is that the guy from the chopping like, wood, the, the brawny paper towel guy. <laughs> Cause he's he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's yoked. He's a big dude in this and not like fat dude. Like just like built yeah, like, like a, Brick shit house, like and and like a linebacker. Almost he
1: got into. He, now, let's see if I remember this. He was into it with Chloe, right?
0: Yeah, him and Chloe had their, yeah, their they, because, and, which was
1: believable actually. Because I, at I got first, into it, it.
0: at first, it was because he, he knew that she made Lucifer vulnerable, yeah. so he, he was hoping he, she would do the same to him. And then she, he ended up actually falling for her, which is even funnier. But um, yeah, he was a good one. We had. Uh, let me get the name of her. Oh, real quick. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, Go ahead. I was going to no, say no. Trisha Helfer as Goddess. I'll come back with my person. And Charlotte and Charlotte Richards. Uh, I enjoyed Goddess. You know, for what it was, she yeah. was just a, pl- a plot point. Yeah, it was, it
1: was good. It was a good plot. It was a good story.
0: It was a great story, yeah. and it also it, it it expanded the mythology, which we'll talk about in a little bit.
1: Um, I know we're running a little late, but um, Ronnie just got here. So. My person that I want to really, really bring up is uh, as an '80s child it was a huge thrill to see rebecca de mornay
0: oh, yeah. on oh, the yeah. show yeah, yeah, yeah. which
1: i have to say she has aged wonderfully mm-hmm. she she looks so fantastic um, rebecca de mornay you know i know her from uh, hand that rocks the cradle from risky business and so it's just like she, she's great she's fantastic and that she's playing that character too as sort of like an aging star just makes so Totally cool sense.
0: Yeah, it's way better than... uh, Apparently, for those of you guys who were listening, and I'm sure you heard, Rob does not like Ella, which is still heartbreaking
1: to hear. We have new people in the studio yeah, the, the... I didn't it's not no it's not that I don't like her I said that she why am I saying this on the air why, I, for those of you guys who don't should... know Pro- producer Melanie is now in the sta- in the studio along with uh, co-host Ronnie uh, I had said that I I get that she's really really sunny and bright and everything and that she has darkness but I never see her struggling with that darkness I see her succumbing to it and denying it outright but you know like Chloe when she struggled with knowing that he was Lucifer and that identity she struggled with that faith and i'd like to see anna struggle so that way i feel like she's a ella. real person i, I called her that. anna twice now so ella I, I i i want to see ella struggle with that
0: all right so i think that's pretty much the the cast for us mm-hmm. but uh i think we're gonna the, we're gonna wrap up the
1: oh. i got a question for you before oh, hit we. Me, ask hit we. Me. and yeah. this will help us to wrap up what do you want to see for season six
0: uh, I want to see him as God, just messing oh up. Oh my wily.
1: me! <laughs> oh yeah,
0: I want to see. Um, I want to see him learn his role as God, like because it was very easy for this for this season. He kept saying, like he kept saying, it's like, if things go wrong, I'm just gonna snap my fingers and everything's gonna be fixed. I want to see him really struggle with the idea of you can't just fix things. But it doesn't matter how powerful you are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who you are. Like the whole point of humanity is to is to be human is to is to fail is to is to try so i I really want to see that from him what about you what do you what do you uh, I'd like to see
1: Ariel come back because that's Michael Imperioli, Brewster high school graduate
0: oh really yes. I did not know that <laughs> that's awesome
1: yes uh no um i it'll be I don't know i I, I don't know i I feel as if. It it will be fascinating seeing him trying to rule. The idea of Lucifer ruling heaven is like (laughs) not even heaven, the 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 universe. The universe. I I don't know how Chloe's gonna play. I I I hope we don't get whiny Chloe of like, oh, you're not gonna pay. You haven't been paying attention to me while you're ruling the universe. Yeah, that was one of my least favorite favorite aspects of of the last season. Like, I
0: think think it's an important job.
1: Let's yeah.
0: But um, really quick, I do want to talk a little bit about the mythology of of this universe. Because it is very different mm-hmm. from a show like Supernatural or something like that. Um, but I one of my favorite things is is the theme of creating yourself. Okay. Like in this show, everything... And it's not until season two with the mystery of Lucifer's wings that we start to finally find out that Lucifer is the devil. Like he has that devil face because that's how he sees himself. He's vulnerable around Chloe because he does that to himself it's not her doing it to him it's it's a way that he feels around her uh or uh you know your uh, amenadil's wings falling off and then when he finally gets them back because he, he realizes that he is a good angel and he is a good soldier i really enjoy the idea and then when they introduce hell obviously where it, it shows no you're here because you sent yourself here i don't make the rules i just enforce them I really this show is really good about like whereas supernatural was all about destiny and eventually fighting your destiny mm-hmm. this show is about free will like it's two shows about free will in in different yeah. respects and I really enjoy seeing in lucifer the ramifications and even for the for these supposedly perfect archangels and angels who are all powerful like they they still have they have faults and they're they're not they're not perfect.
1: Yeah, especially like Michael.
0: Michael, yeah, like who literally, like we said, manifests yeah. a chip on his shoulder. Most
1: churches view Michael as you know the most perfect of angels, the and one it's, who, it's who banished Lucifer. Yeah, and, you know, and and seeing him just as such a creep. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> so cool. Uh, I don't know where this final season will go. I, I'm hoping that the showrunners have not painted themselves into a corner. Um, I hope they have a plan after this. Uh, I, it would be neat if like, the universe just ended in a pop because yeah. he caused the whole thing to implode. I, I, want it, I want it to
0: then rewind like Dan when he
1: exploded. Like, and he's just like, sorry, sorry.
0: <laughs> There's a button up in heaven that says, do not push. And I had to push it. Like, so, like they could, they yeah. could have some fun
1: with it. I just hope we don't lose what made these characters so special in the first place, which is Lucifer being this sort of insecure, hedonistic, uh, soul-searching uh, creature um, and so I, I would love to be able to, uh, what, what am I missing? Oh, you were talking, I thought you were just describing Ronnie. <laughs> oh, you're done. T- <laughs> um, I, I just don't want I don't want them to lose who, what makes them great. And I don't want them to make it, turn them into something that they're not.
0: Yeah. All right. What a way to wrap the show up.
1: So that wraps up our show and what am i supposed to do now so uh, no fan <laughs> <I> forgot <laughs> yeah. am i supposed to oh right go ahead fan, well there's no fan no fan fan, ba- fan, ba- no fan, ba-
0: ba- uh, fan feedback friday because right. um at the time of release, it will be 4th of July weekend. So uh, first and foremost, happy 4th of July. Yay. Please enjoy uh, barbecues and, and time with friends and family um, and listening to us, I guess. Yes, but, you know, uh, because
1: in places you can listen to us
0: are places like. So if you guys want to take us on the go, like we said at the beginning of the show, you can hear us on Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, which is Apple Podcasts. And I repeated it because Ronnie's freaking me out in the corner of my eye. And, uh, basically anywhere you can listen to podcasts,
1: you can hear. So if you have an iPhone, just say, Hey, Alexa, or no, wait, I'm sorry. Wrong one. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Siri." Let's see. Hold on. No, we're not going to do this on air,
0: (laughs) but, um, you can, you can find us anywhere. And, uh, the more likes, comments, uh, and responses we get, the bigger the show gets and the more content that we can create for you guys. We do have a lot of stuff planned over the summer. Um, and we would love to interact with you guys as much as possible, especially, you know, Rob and I are both in a position where we have a lot of free time this Yay, summer, a summer, a summer indeed. So, uh, Again, you can find us at our website, The Misfit Faction. You can find us on Instagram, The Misfit Faction. Twitter, The Misfit Faction. I really did not consolidate the names just now. (laughs) Or uh, YouTube, which is The Misfit Faction Media Network.
1: And feel free every Monday to check out new information and new postings on The Misfit Faction, which includes not only the latest podcasts from all of our podcast affiliates, but also reviews for Loki.
0: Also, if you guys can do me a huge favor, this is a personal favor, if you find bibliophiles assemble on Instagram, make sure you annoy the creator into creating her own podcast as much as possible. Cause, uh, yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun and a very productive yeah. way to spend our time this summer.
1: We want her on the. Sh- we, we want her doing that, and I will say, of the four of us, she's the best looking.
0: That's fair. That is fair. Sean just pops down Hey Oh, damn it <laughs> But yeah that, that wraps us up
1: Wraps us up So thank you so much For joining us here On the Multiverse Fancast We'll be back soon With big reviews Coming up With the release With the release of Black Widow Coming out soon As well as The end of Loki So as always I'm Rob And I'm Paul And we'll be back In a smorgasbord <clears throat> Flash
0: Dang it